stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I am stupid. Correct. I didn't say you were stupid. You that was did. Stupid. What you did. Same the thing. Camera. The camera's not even on. You did. You called me stupid. And that's I fine. did not call you I stupid. I accept the title. I need to make a public apology to you. I just want to apologize for last week's episode where oh. it might have come across. Why did somebody say something? No, but I just. You decided, listen to it? No, but I just. I don't listen afterwards. I don't have time for that. I just decided that I need to make a public apology because it might have come across. It did. That. I didn't think you were came, looking enough. Wait, wait. Why are you been thinking about to this? To have for, people gaggle at you. Nobody's brought this up. You're just Nobody doing this has brought own. it up to me. Interesting. I just was, I was thinking about it and I thought <laughs> it, that's not obviously what I was meaning by it. It was more the scene that I was trying to grasp the scene and... It wasn't that I didn't think you were good looking enough because you are a handsome man. But not enough to cause a kerfuffle. I just didn't. I it wasn't like a gaggle this. of women swooning over me. Well, that's kind of what it sounded that's, like in I my just, head. That's I what I was describe the scene adequately. Right. But I'm just saying that was where I was right, coming listen, from. But I want to make a the public. The magic's gone, baby. The magic's a gone. public apology. The camera is not on. I keep looking at it. So I'm going to make a public apology here on air. <laughs> on internet wave to say I'm very sorry I think you are the most handsome man in now, the world now we're gonna go now we're gonna go the other direction <laughs> right too far and I am not surprised that a gaggle of women you, you can't take back what you've said kerfuffled over you no I am I know your true failings I know your true failings you. that's okay oh, th you, that's fine you know, I'm an old man my apology. you married an old man and I get it you're not that old. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhow. Apology accepted. That was, so, that was so insincere. I've been I've been living with the pain. Since, really? Since Thursday. Have you thought about it since Thursday? I did. And? Only when I was listening to it. Of course you thought about it when you were listening Editing to it. it. And how I bad said, did I wow, sound? I sounded bad. like such an awful, awful person. No, you're being, to your credit, you were being honest. I just... So there's nothing in wrong with that. If you're being me, honest, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, a little hurt. It was. But I understand. A, I, you were building this up as some kind of story that I was then trying to picture in my head. And I was trying Come to. Come with me to Dunkin' Donuts tomorrow. I'll show my, you. I, I know that would, it would defeat the whole purpose. They're not going to make a kerfuffle if, if your wife walks in. If you come you. in after me by like two minutes. What if I miss it? I have to come in before you. That's yeah, what well, I have to it do. Did, it didn't last long. That's a fair point. <laughs> Again, because it wasn't swooning. People fainting everywhere. They call 911. But, you know, I just, I thought about mm. the woman. Clearly, there's a woman that has a crush on you there, <laughs> and she caused the you. kerfuffle. More than me. That's nice. <laughs> She's so awful. I'm going to find her a name tomorrow. Yeah, get her digits while you're there. Maybe you can <laughs> take her, her out digits. for a date. <laughs> She's going to have to go to dinner early, though. She's a little bit on the older side. She's definitely on the older side. <laughs> That's okay. You're you're a little on the older side too. Ooh, ouch! We, oh, so there you go. <laughs> right back to it. See, that's good. Being true to yourself. You said it. You said you're old. I'm sorry, babe. I'm a terrible, I'm a terrible wife. You're not. Mm. Well, by some standards. Whose standards? I don't know. And then I have another apology. To make. Okay, <laughs> I'm just going to keep gonna, apologizing. Thought, is this about what you. I think it is now? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, that is. I'm so sorry, but not sorry. Yeah. 
that I beat you this week in fantasy football in an upset. In an upset, because I was predicted to lose by quite a big margin, and I came back. That's a terrible sound you're making. I came back to win. Yeah. And I'm very proud of you. I made one, one, turn of I made one bad last-minute decision that cost me the victory. And if I had started Mahomes instead of Lamar Jackson, I would have even beat you by more. Well, and if I had... And if dollars. I had, and if I had, and if I had a million dollars, it's fine. There's gonna be a four-way tie again. So weird. And then you got Fortrez on defending champion John Paul at the bottom of the pile, Poor one things. win each. Still not out of it. They're only three games back. <laughs> Plenty to go. Yep. So yeah, congratulations. So, so really, proud of you. I really beat you down twice in the last week, and I'm just I'm so sorry <laughs> just about kidding. it. It's piling on. <laughs> Do you have any apologies to make to me? I don't. I'm <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but I definitely do not. I don't. I definitely <laughs> I've been a very, don't. I've been a good husband over the last week. You've been perfect. I didn't say that. Just I didn't say that. A dream. But nothing that, I, that should lead to an apology. <laughs> do you have any apologies? Uh, yes, you should apologize. You it's beat tough. me pretty just, badly. It feels we like we just recorded. Like, we did. <laughs> so it's like... You just, we just went golfing this weekend. We hadn't we golfed since we recorded. That's true. We did do our... And... Um, pick up, continue to pick up on our new hobby together. Mm-hmm. Which I am very bad at. But I went out yesterday. You never, you've barely ever played in your life. You're just starting true. out. That is true. I went out yesterday and I hit balls in the yard. Mm-hmm. And by the end of, I don't know, I woke up with a backache in the middle of the night That's last night. Of... But um, at the end of some of my swinging, I started finally getting the feel for the pitching wedge and being able to pop the ball in the air because I just haven't been able to get that to happen. And I was like, "That's what it feels like to pop up in the air, <laughs> to pitch it." To pitch it toward the green. One of them I made right, like it would have been a perfect putt in, probably for like triple bogey, but it didn't matter. It was just, <laughs> I was I was so excited. There you go. I was out there by myself. Well, we'll see if that pays off we'll see. <laughs> when we get out we'll there again. We'll see if it pays off. Yep. Yeah. Practice makes perfect, but I'm not looking to be perfect. It's just a really nice. No, it's just good, you know. Obviously, just to get a swing down where you can be semi-confident. You're doing something relatively within a a predictable control pattern flight. Predictable. Semi. Never, well, semi. You don't. You don't. You don't. Your golf balls are not predictable when you go. Now they are. I completely changed the way I go approach my shot and and. I got my shots got very predictable, the final four holes. <laughs> that was important because I, I was I was hitting the ball really well, and I had two two outings where I, I felt like I couldn't hit the ball. Back to where I was going, heading in the right direction, just no practice swings. Mm. That's my advice to all golfers out there. I don't think you're. Do you make the PGA to Tour? Just thank me. <laughs> I don't think either one of us are qualified to give advice. No, no. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. That was fun. It was fun. It was just nice to be outside doing something athletic. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just shout out to all you golfers listening. I'm sure it's tons of golfers that are listening. 
it's a hard sport. Mm-hmm. It's a very hard sport. I used to watch golf. And I mean, A, it still can be boring to watch golf on TV. It's just is what it is, nature of the game. But I used to just kind of like, why? You know, how hard could this possibly be? And when you start playing, you're like, this is really, really hard. It's a very difficult, and I like sports, and it's a very difficult sport to play. The two hottest things to do in all sports. According to you. According to me, but I would defend this vigorously. Do you know what they are? I know one is about golf. Hitting and a golf ball because and, and not just hitting a golf ball, hitting a golf ball again in a predictable manner, like you're hitting it generally where you want it to go. And, and a hitting, hitting a baseball. hitting a major league fastball or curveball, pick your pitch, doesn't matter. You think those are two of the hardest? One hundred percent in sports. It takes a particular level of skill to do those two things well, at that level, at a professional level, especially. But even the average person, anybody can kick a ball. I mean, not anybody. I, anybody can kick a ball. Not any. Everybody can hit a golf ball well. But anybody can hit a golf. I'm ball. I'm talking about the. Fr- by your but, standard. But, okay. Yeah. I guess depending on. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, if you. But say, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the level of to be able to kick a ball. Because it's a big ball and you have a big. Correct. Foot. That's kind of my point. I think that's yeah, what it taking is. Taking a club. It's and less hand-eye coordination. A small ball, yes. Obviously. Yeah. It doesn't soccer's, mean it's not a soccer. Easy. Is, the endurance needed is is ridiculous. And the skill and, to kick it into then, goal around when you start people, getting dribbling into the balls, dribbling, sure. Yeah, that it's it has its and, level of very. And of course, hitting a fastball is because you're you, somebody's throwing the ball at you, and literally could hit you. Mm-hmm. Those are those are the things I think are hottest in all sports. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Basketball is a hot sport because there's a certain amount of athleticism that it requires to do it consistently well. I probably should add that up there. What about hockey? I've seen hockey people shoot. Hockey has got to be so hard to. Oh, play. hockey's ridiculous. You too. have to. You have to be able to. Oh, skating skate. and hitting, get, getting hit, and right slapping on a puck. That's a pretty. I would the problem say problem is hockey's not a sport. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't, doesn't use a ball. It doesn't qualify. No, I've grown. Sport. I've slowly have grown in my appreciation of that bug's still here. Of There's still the bug, yeah. Hockey, here? I've grown in my appreciation of it, which I should. I'm a French Canadian for crying out loud. I know loud. for crying out loud. We, if we you don't appreciate sport, it, we created gonna, the sport. Who's gonna appreciate it? Um, I mean, we created the activity, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> You're offending all the people who listen who play hockey or have children, who but play I still hockey. think it's harder to hit a fast, like a major league fastball, than it is to hit a Guys, hockey puck, yeah, because somebody's again, somebody's hitting the ball at you and throwing, throwing a ball that could curve, dip, spin. This. I just think and you have, and by the way, you have a wooden bat. I think it's different though because you have to be like skating. Ice skating is. is really hard. I have like I've never once. Well, I have hard. never once put on ice skates. Are you serious? Not once in my life. I thought we went ice skating one time. Uh, that was your other boyfriend, husband. No, no. Are you sure? Breaking you've, news here on you've never you've never ice skated ever. I have. Never <laughs> ice skated in my life. I think I'd remember that. I have roller uh, skated. I think you would remember it. Okay, so okay, it wasn't you. I, I mean, it probably was a. It probably was friends in high school. Quite frankly, well, I mean, I haven't yeah. ice skated in a really long time. Pulling I just, back on that real I quick. I just thought you and I had ice skated at some point. Probably another Michael. Twenty years of being together. Father no. Michael, maybe. No, Father Michael and I never ice skated. <laughs> <Okay. Shout laughs> I don't out. think actually. 
Father Mike, call in. Do we have our ice <laughs> Well, we okay. dated before you were a priest. <laughs> uh, no, I haven't. Hmm, interesting. But uh, it's weird because my parents never... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My dad my dad ice skated, I believe. I think he knew how to. Yeah, it's just I don't know why it never happened because we were basketball. Brian and I were basketball players. So was Melanie. Like we all play basketball. This is what we did. What people but do I don't know why as like I don't know why like as, as kids a we never activity. yeah. activity. And also, I think like people who grow up near water like lakes and things like that when they freeze over will I do that. Ponds. We had those in socket. But you don't, you didn't see people were skating on them? Sure. There were a couple of spots. There was a spot not far away in Burnham Park. They was, they would, they would fill a low area with ice and people go there to skate, play hockey. Yeah. You just never did it? Just never did it. Wow. Well, that's a. Uh... And it's not, honestly, it's. Is it on those, your bucket list? It's not. It's like one of those <laughs> things I go, eh, I'm 48. Like, why start now? It seems like too much would go wrong. For you? Well, Maybe like, I, I like, like, I'm back to playing basketball, and I just feel like trying something like that and knowing that I'm you probably going to fail. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to do well with it. Yeah. It's not worth the potential risk, personally. Like, I, it's cold. Mm. It's just nothing appealing about it. Yep. I don't like winter sports to begin with, you other than basketball. Like winter. You don't like winter. We're almost there. It's snowing out near Chicago today. So sorry for them. October was the 17th. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. We've had snow plenty of times in October. Late late October. Uh, yeah, probably. But... I think there was one storm a few years ago, right? That was middle of the month. Yeah, it was just weird. weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thankfully not this year. No. Anyways, I yeah. don't know what else. I don't. I don't. Know I don't what have else any more say. banter. I just. I'm. I mean, I've. Oh my used words! It. Well, to try to to try to transition to the topic that you've picked out for us tonight. I've picked out. We are. We've talked about one of our favorite shows a few times in the past, The Voice. Oh, yeah. And of course, we just heard, it sounds like Blake Shelton is leaving after next season. So sad. I won't watch anymore. And we really enjoy watching The Voice. It's Mm -hmm. really just a fun, we usually skip through a lot of the stories of people in the beginnings because it just wastes so much time. And so we recorded it. So we just skip through. But we'd love to hear people sing and see what the judges say and all that. And... I, I gotta be honest. It's gonna be if he's not part of the show. I'm not sure if it's gonna be worth watching. I think whatever um, viewership they're getting, I think it's gonna tank. Personally, it's possible. But. I'll be very sad because he is really funny. But I have to say this: this this is one of the grouping, best seasons we've seen. This is really the I think the funniest, most entertaining. Wait, who's the new one of them? Camilla. Uh, Camilla Cabello. 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 Yeah, somebody I've never heard of before. So that kind of is funny because it kind of transitions us to where I got our topic for tonight. That's why I was doing it. You are so you are so clever. <laughs> what do you think this is? I don't I know. I am a, I'm a professional podcaster. Wow. Wait. <laughs> We've never made a dime off of this, but I'm a <laughs> professional, professional nonetheless. Free pod freelance podcaster. That's why I was going with this. To get you to the thing, to the situation that led to you saying, let's do a quick episode yep. on a topic. Yep. We've covered this we topic covered in the past. The but topic of music it's always good to before. revisit things as they're happening. This is a podcast. But after this all, is literally about two sinners trying to raise saints. Good job. Yes. Good job. Like, I wouldn't know our tagline. So, good job. It was just affirmation. We sit and watch the voice together. I'll be getting apologies again next week. Oh, my gosh. 
When do I get apologies? <laughs> when I do something wrong. <laughs> when you think, hold on, when you think you've done something wrong. Well, you'll, let get, you'll let me know. You'll let me know. You'll let me know. But it'll be like, no, I didn't. I didn't do that. I didn't mean it. Hmm. So don't roll your eyes. There's no camera on. You can't <laughs> no, get away trust with me, that. They heard the eye roll. They didn't hear it. They didn't hear it. Mm. So we've been watching and Camilla, we're not. Cabello? We, yes. Well, Cabello is how you say her last name, but Whatever. we don't we don't listen to a lot of contemporary pop music, so we're not familiar with a lot of the songs that are out there. I would say we're always we're always kind of like I don't know three to eleven months, twelve months behind. It seems like unless it's some like big song, or it's a Disney thing, or. A, like a movie the kids picked up and there's a song, new song in it. Like we, we've, yeah, I find myself, I'm a little more up to date sometimes with country music, but even then, I'm not, I'm still behind. So yeah. I'm yeah. just saying if there was, if there was a genre that I'd be more of the outside of Christian music. Yes. But so yeah, we're way off the. Yeah. <laughs> because we just don't turn on, if the radio is on <laughs> in the car. It's usually the voice where we hear, and it's usually yeah. either Blake Shelton or Gwen, right. if they have any, or John Legend, we hear their songs. That's yep. it. Yep, and and the ones that are performed oh, yeah, on the Voice, right. so we do hear that's a lot right. of pop music from the Voice, and it gets repeated year after year after year, so you get familiar with certain songs. Mm-hmm. But I heard this new guy, Ed Sharon. <laughs> you love it. Is he good? Yeah. So, <laughs> so the kids now, you know, our oldest two work at La Familia, so they there's always music on there, so they you know get exposed to more secular music. But they play. The, the, we we've been there a bunch of times. That's usually like that one of those. Um, Restaurant slash store stations. So it's music that we usually know most of that music. Some, but then they do play some more contemporary pop stuff too. Okay, I don't think I've ever heard them play something that well, I didn't, that's how I didn't the story know. Comes about. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, I didn't know the background. This, of the story. this is the background. Oh, that's of interesting. The story. Okay, go for it. So tell the story. So they so they start. Well, Mariana started playing um, one of uh, Camilla's songs. And like it was, you know, one of the popular ones, I don't even know the name of it, whatever, but she started playing it and she's like, next thing you know, I hear it playing in the kitchen and then I, then I hear the little ones putting it on. And as I'm accustomed to doing, Mm -hmm. after I've heard a song once or twice, I will look up the lyrics to see what is the song actually about? Because when you're just listening to a pop song or a rap song, even even more so, or hip hop, or something. A lot of times, you can't even. Yeah, I'm not talking about '80s. I'm not talking about Run DMC. Or... <laughs> oh yeah, no, you missed your career. Bust a move. Okay, I'm not talking about '80s, '90s hip hop and rap. <laughs> which, which you can right, which you stop. You can always. You can usually. Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> I'll just wait till you're done ice, with your medley. Ice, baby. But, sorry. I'm drink my drink. No, I'm just going to take a sip. You, you keep going. What's the next one on your list? Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I start talking. You're going to sing again because it's what you like no, to I do. No, I have no brain, My brain went. Done. Yeah, you, it's done. You taxed it. You I'm, taxed sure if I, if I'm sure if I put a little effort yeah, into yeah, it. Please I don't. Can, please don't. There'll be no anymore. effort. There'll be no effort. No more effort. No efforting. Causing a kerfuffle here. <sighs> Current music. <laughs> It can be hard 
to understand all the lyrics as they are right. being sang. Right. In in any any genre, but like country music, usually you can hear the lyrics. It's storytelling. It's it's kind of you know you know what they're talking more about. More ballad, pop, song. pop yeah. songs, sure, yeah. Um, but when you get into a lot of the pop, what, what would that? And... What what would the pop music today? What is that considered? I mean, they call it pop, but what's what is it? Is it techno? Is it kind of like a? No. I don't know what it is anymore. It's pop. It's a genre called pop. That's so stupid. Pop was just is... popular music. That doesn't make any sense. Right, and they've made it a genre. It's literally a genre. But the, all popular music doesn't sound the same. That make, that makes no sense. There are some country songs that are popular. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, I, but they don't really. I'm debating call it popular t- popular anymore. See, nothing means anything anymore. I know. Not this one word thing. in the in society means anything anymore. Because you can change it at whim to mean what ridiculous. you want. So if Dis- anyways, go ahead. Oh, sorry, I'm just getting frustrated by thinking to- about it. Yes. So the song I last night decided to ask our new teenager to look up the lyrics for me because I was on the computer we have and a new teenager I was living doing, in a house. We have a new teenager. Um, <laughs> she's just turned 13. Raising nine. No, no, we didn't adopt a teenager. But And she started reading the lyrics out loud to the song and it was terrible. I had to literally make her stop reading it because it was terrible. The lyrics were disgusting. <laughs> the thing is, our new teenager wasn't picking up, thankfully. No. The sexual nature of the song. It was a horrible song. Horrible. Like, like I, I was I was keeping my face down on it as I was listening, but I could almost see you and I like thinking the same thing on some of the lyrics and what it actually was saying and the way she was reading it. Oh, yeah. In her innocent little voice. And I'm thinking, and I finally if said- you had any idea, okay, although as, nope, it, as okay. it progressed on, it was getting worse, 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 yes. and worse. Yeah. Yeah. So I said, okay, nope, um, you can stop now and never play that song again in this house. And she was like, oh. And I said, yeah, I'm going to need to make sure I tell your older siblings. So today I said to Mariana, hey, so you know what song you've been playing by Camila Cabello? Yeah. Uh, we looked up the lyrics last night. Yeah, no, we don't want the kids singing that or listening to that because it's grotesque this is and so i just out of you know what i'll give her a i'll give her a pass let me look up some of her other songs <laughs> i could already tell and they though. got worse yeah. and yeah. worse the more songs because a this is what was killing me as i'm reading the lyrics and i'm not like i love her on the voice she's a great coach and she's really funny and okay i'm sure she's a nice person but the kind of music she's putting out is trash. It's literally trash. Read the lyrics and you will see, A, it's not even good writing. So there's not even good like the lyrics. It's not even lyrical or there's no beauty in the lyrics. And it's not Bob Dylan. It's all sexual like so many of the songs Bruce, out there. Bruce Springsteen. Right. There's not there's not like a quality to Johnny Cash. The lyrics. Yeah, it's not poetry. It's not. It's not poetry. Yeah. It's not. There's a lot of just you know random swearing. Well, as we more, as it's content, it's sexual content. As we were saying earlier, when you're not when you're not seeking that which is true, good, and beautiful, and letting that inspire you in your writing, or thinking of the common good, or I'm trying to think of like a variety of you know the things that are lasting that inspired people in years past to mm-hmm. write and again you and I are not against fun songs absolutely fun music but when 
when you're not tied to anything like that, you're going to kind of act out of almost that animalistic side of who yep. we are capable it's of being. It's all about sex. It's and so all it's all about, about sex. That. That's yeah. all it's about. Now, this isn't new, as we would, we would, we would admit. I mean, new. it is new to music in the last 100 years. Well, I would, I would even say the last 60 years. Yeah. So, so in the history of mankind, it is actually oh, I agree new with that. to music. But that's 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 but not that's the sexual tied to shifts in society shift in and the and, the, and, and technology. Yeah. So that which would have been kind of debasing and just kind of on the fringe of society and almost the whispers of society now, maybe a book once in a while, that kind of thing is anybody today can load up trash, mm-hmm. and therefore anybody can listen to trash and watch trash. So now it's basically everywhere. everywhere. It, would, it would have been more marginalized. Mm-hmm. But now, like you said, social media and I mean, don't forget, technology. I, I've shared the story, you know, going to the a national the National Catholic Youth Conference <laughs> and they're playing I Want Your Sex at a National Catholic Youth Conference dance. So sad. And we all kind of, everybody kind of pausing and looking at each other going, what is happening right now? I don't now? think this should be played here right now. Or, you know, I think I went, I don't know if we had any CYO dances that played Do Me, but, you know, there was some classic, I'll push it. That one definitely was played at. So and again, t- like we all like, we're, but you know, you all go now. They're fun beats and they're fun to dance to. And I think, but everybody's kind of looking at each other, going, "We probably shouldn't be dancing to this at a church dance." And I think that's where modern music has pulled the wool over people's eyes because it's fun. So there are these fun, like when the song was on in the house, and it's I don't a think very I heard this fun. Song. I, I can't remember the name of it, but a fun beat. Because her her beat her songs are upbeat and funk. She has a very like, you know, mer- she uses like merengue and well, whatever. She, she's she has, she's Cuban, right? Yeah. yeah. And so there's all these different fun kind of beats to her music. It's right. really enjoyable to listen to. Imagine if she used you know nice lyrics. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Imagine it'd be really it could be beautiful, and that's the thing. The music is itself is not the problem. And so I just I had this conversation with. I don't know, one of the girls um, earlier when I was talking about this with them. And I said, you know, my mother, Grammy, used to read the lyrics to the songs that I would listen to. And I would be so upset. But of course, back then, you know, it was a cassette tape and you had to unfold, <laughs> right? The the insert where the cassette went in and you could read all these tiny printed lyrics on. It's so much hotter today. So now you just go and you type it in and you can read every lyric to every song and uh, you can be disgusted over and over. Um, great. <laughs> And I used to, as a kid, I used to get upset with my mother because I just wanted to listen to that song. And who cares what the lyrics are saying? Mm. I like the beat. And that's where what we put in our ears and eyes and mind directly goes into our soul. So this is the body-soul connection that you can't separate. You, You can't decide you're just going to listen to a to a beat and not have that lyric go also into your ears to your mind then to your soul. You you can't do it. You can't separate it out. Why are you looking at me like that? Well, I mean, I think you can intellectually do that. I my I guess my point is from a spiritual perspective, why would you do that? 
So maybe we're going to say maybe we're saying the same thing in different ways here. But I, I do think you can intellectualize. I don't really like those lyrics, but I really like the beat. Oh no, you can but intellectualize still, it. But, but you're still list, you're still making the decision to listen to trash, and so we've got to ask the next question, which is: Should I be doing that now? This is, we've had this conversation in the past. This is for anything. Like, where is the line? And we all have to really discern that and think about that. Where do we put these lines into what we're consuming visually, through hearing, et cetera? There's got to be – where's that Where's that line? We have to discern that carefully. So my point is, though, that you can't – you can intellectually make a decision like, oh, I like this beat and not this lyric. Right. It's still going to affect your soul whether you make an intellectual decision about I, it. I'm or not disagreeing with you on that point. That's, that's why I said a, spiritual. That's the point. I, I, I think we were agreeing from a different I'm direction. I'm talking about yeah. your soul, spirit. So that's I think somebody would argue. About. I guess my point was saying somebody could easily argue, make my point, and then make the mistake of thinking that it's therefore not affecting my soul because I've intellectually Bingo. right. So, I've intellectually separated myself, but it doesn't, there are, doesn't matter. There are folks out there who believe we, good we Catholics have who believe a soul. that. It's just like if you say to yourself, "I am." going to just watch this movie there's a terrible you know sex scene kind yeah. of porn kind of thing happening in it but i'm you know i'm not doing those things and i'm not so it's not going to affect me i can watch it and intellectually say that's not right but no you've watched it it has now affected your soul you you literally have consumed it whether you intellectually which you should obviously say but you shouldn't be a lot like exposing your soul to those things. Right. I think I think some people go, well, it's not going to turn me into this, this, and this. Okay, it might not. Right. That's not the. But that's not the point. But right. You, what you, are you you've, feeding? You still your soul. I think it's it's like the um, uh, like watching violence in movies. Right. I you and I both are in agreement on this. I tend not to. We tend not to like gratuitous violence that has no. There's no purpose to it. There's no um, higher good, good, if you will. Higher good. I like watching war movies mm -hmm. that are based on real history, yep. and therefore I'm okay with personally consuming. Now, I'm sure the people who would debate this, and that's fine. I would have that debate with them. But I personally can justify saying this actually happened yep. or something similar to this happened. I'm sorry. I don't mind watching that knowing that World War II, Vietnam vets, et cetera, sacrificed themselves doing these very things, if not worse. Yeah. Having to live through that because it gives you proper perspective historically, and I, but as I opposed to watching Pulp Fiction, right? Which I don't Bang think I've ever seen that I, movie. Have you ever I, seen yeah, that movie? I have. I have. I, 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 Way I back. So, but the thing <laughs> is that shocking. I know. If if you were the type of person who said, "I'm like I'm obsessed with watching these movies, and I'm going to watch well, them all a, the time, and fill myself a, with like this violence all the time, like this war violence all the time." Now that's a you've. Now I think crossed a line to a problem. What's attracting you to the violence, the violence, the violence? It's one thing to watch a real story and say, this history happened, this World War II, this – like you said. Well, if, you're only if you're only watching it for the violence, yeah, that would be – But – right. My point is – it's still not good on a regular basis to be filling ourselves with violence, violence, violent images, violent images on a regular basis because it's still not good for the soul. So not saying that it's wrong to watch a, a war movie because of what it is. But like you said, senseless, needless violence that is just blood and gore, blood and gore does affect the soul. It, oh. it, there's no two ways about it. Do you want to watch the new Halloween movie? Oh, brother. <laughs>
Like, oh, I can't even. I can't. When we watch it, like watching football and having all this stupid, uh, exactly, case in point, Halloween-y type movies with, with grotesque violence that come up. And it just, again, on a pumping it into yourself it doesn't mean that you're not going to have a show come along that you like that once in a, that once in a while. Well, you like a, yeah, you like a good show that gives you a little suspense and gives you a little scare here that's not gratuitous, again, not gratuitous, not over the top. And, right. Yeah, that's fun, once in a while. I'm not big on that genre. That never have been. I'm not no. big on like, oh, let's, let, oh, I love I love having the, Horror know, the living things, daylight yeah. scared out of me. No, so I've my, never, my cup never, of tea. never like that. But again, some people like to be scared all the time and. Okay. So, but I think back to music because we can really. Bringing it back to music. Bring it back to music that as parents. Yes. We owe it to our children to know what they are consuming with their eyes and ears. Mm -hmm. That means their phones, their devices, the TV, the music they're listening to. We owe it to them because to trust their soul to the culture oh, I'm just listening to this station or I'm just listening to, and just to trust that whatever is going into their mind and their heart and their soul is trustworthy and good and true and beautiful. You're not going to find the true, the good and the beautiful saturated in our culture. You can find some good songs that have truth, goodness and beauty in them, in the culture. Just can't presume. You cannot presume that they're, they have your child's holiness in mind. Well, I'm sure there are parents who who do the well. I listen to junk. There were some junky songs I listened to because I like the beat, and so I'll let my kid do the same thing. And so that's where we have to discern and really pray about and think about. Well, if I did that as a teenager, is that the standard that I want to set for my own children? And just because we did something doesn't mean we have to allow it with our kids, right? And so just, again, just thinking out, like, and I, you know, and I would recommend, especially if you're older kids, in this case, it was our teenagers that these conversations were happening with, have conversations about it. Talk it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't think you have to get too graphic and explaining. Sometimes it's this nice. what this means. It's nice to no, see, it's, it's nice it's to see innocence and, mm-hmm. and, right? Let's not explain. In, your, the, in our children. But to talk about that, the, the, why some of these songs may not be, are not, are not worth listening to in terms mm-hmm. of, um. What is good for our souls? That's all, and I think, and 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 to find alternatives that have similar beat and but have lyrics that aren't gonna harm us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some of you, some maybe even one of our favorite listeners, knows that sometimes we 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 play a lot of Christian music in this song. We listen to K Love. It's Christian music is not what it was. No, oh, 30, 40 years ago. Funny, because we just oh, went yeah. down memory lane, <laughs> and this was a really funny Saturday. Lazy Saturday morning uh, activity yeah, that Caleb a couple celebrating of our some anniversary that got which doesn't add up because they said he started in seventy eight. It was, was weird, yeah. It's two thousand twenty two. I don't get why it's forty years, but anyways. Yeah. So, so you pulled make up. it make sense. Caleb, I know why. Yeah, they what were happened? off. They were off the air for a couple of years. Oh, because they had a. I, I'm just. I'm. You're putting. I it could together. be making that completely up, but I think that's why they do the. It's been forty years because they had some years off. Yeah, so Caleb did their, they're having their 40th anniversary. And so they have their 40 years or 40 songs that define the history of Caleb. That's what it was, 40 songs. I guess that's based on 40 Throughout years. Throughout the 40 but anyways, years, okay. Yeah, and we, I mean, my words, we 
we laughed. It and, was and funny. I, I, it was a trip down memory lane for me and, 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 and also for, for you. Although I, I liked it more than you did. Yeah, I was annoyed by a lot of the songs. But it did really hit to, and we Thank were explaining to our- Thank you for giving to the Lord. I am alive. That was change. That's beautiful, babe. Friends are uh, friends forever. Okay. If the Lord's a lot of them. Sing with me now. No. And uh, so what was striking and what we were able to have a good conversation about our God to our children awesome that were in the room God as we were laughing and going through these songs and eating and drinking coffee and eating breakfast. I wasn't eating. I, I didn't was eat doing. my coffee, I don't think. I ate breakfast and drank Did coffee. Did you eat your coffee? I You said eating coffee. I was going to say eating and drinking. <laughs> and then I just was like drinking coffee and eating breakfast. I just, suppose it was a frozen coffee. Still not really eating, though, <laughs> No, it? not really. Well, you could. You could use, like, a spoon. Okay. Yes. So that, yes, Christian music has changed dramatically. Of course it has. Anybody who's actually paying attention the to years, it. Dramatically. So, in, and we were explaining this because one of our kids, like, our kids, I said, you're, you're spoiled the way you've grown up with Christian music. Dad and I grew up with, if we wanted songs that were cleaner or we wanted songs that praised God with music, had truth, beauty, and goodness in them, there was a lot of cheese also in the song with a lot of these Christian music. It was a lot of kind of cheesy lyrics, and some of the artistry was decent like for the melodies and things but there was a lot of like cheesiness but also it was kind of a cheesy time for music anyways but i don't like where that's going okay anyways but my my point is that the christian music scene was one genre and it was christian like you if you listen to christian music that was with the exception of of a few bands here and there. Yeah, I mean, you know. In the early, like in 80s and 90s. I still think you had, sure, I think you had kind of like the Amy Grant, Michael W. Smith um, kind of world. And then you had um, like gospel type of That's true. music. You did still have gospel. And I do think that you had, and then you had kind of God, Jesus themes in country music. So I do That's true. I do think there were multiple kind of versions out there. But okay, but it nowhere was more near limited. as much more as today. Correct. Today you have today. you have country, hip hop, um rock, R&B, uh, rock. Every, pretty yeah. much every genre is covered. Yeah. I mean, and you can't you, people who criticize like, "Oh, Christian music, oh, when I grow up." Okay, like listen to Lauren Daigle who is now as popular on the voice I mean, as on. any other artist. Like, well, just in popular in general. Like, no, but I, I mean, mean her voice right. and I'm the, she's the quality over. of the lyrics and the singing and the. Yeah. Come on. I mean, you know, she can sing anything, right? Because she yeah. has a great voice. She and, does. But she's chosen Christian music. And, I and just, there are many others like that. Yeah. yeah. I just think that what, and this is what we were explaining to the kids. Christian music has changed so much over the years and really expanded so that you can find music in every genre that you like that and and Caleb to their they're not they kind of play the same songs over and over again like so you're not really you don't get a lot of variety you don't get all the variety that you that's out there by just listening to Caleb we love Caleb but there's a lot of other Christian music out there that Caleb doesn't even tap into and 
the kids going to things like Soul Fest, that's been really big for them to kind of explore new artists, new young bands that are doing really cool things. And these are people who love Jesus, but love music and are artists and they're good artists and they're creating songs that glorify God, but they don't all sound the same. And so it's it is a it is a real blessing to kind of live in this time and to be raising kids in this time it was hard to find good music and honestly growing up I listened because I played classical piano I'm big classical music fan so I do still listen to classical music but not all the time but I do love classical music but I listened to all oldies stuff I was listening to 50s 60s music I love I still love that kind of love Motown and and that stuff was clean and fun oldies today is my favorite oldies is now 80s yeah Yeah. 80s and 90s not not my not my cup of tea oldies but but i mean the point is i tried to find music that wasn't rotting my brain and soul and that's where i landed back then because some of the christian music was just in my mind it was cheesy and it didn't really speak to me some of it did but not most of it and anyway so I do. I just think, you know, to encourage all you parents out there, because it's hard. And sometimes I think even talking to people, they can poo poo music like it's no big deal what my kids are listening to. It's no big deal what's going, you know, I mean, most of the time people will be more concerned about what they're watching, but not so much as what they're listening to. And it's the same effect your soul is still affected so i think just helping our children to okay you like that song let's look at the lyrics together yeah right you know it doesn't have to be talk like it through, come you're, talk it through figure it out have a conversation do you think that lyric is you know is it is it good to be glorifying and you might find like this there's, there's some songs where you kind of go eh, like I, I the kids like the song um Shivers, where I kind of go, eh. You got them into that song. In fairness, it was you. Okay, what, what are you going to do? Gonna, I'm just saying. nothing at all apology for at the end, end of the week. <laughs> like, what, what, what's that? What's, no, what, I, what are you doing here on the podcast? Just coming after me like that? You just said the kids like that song. But, but you, you, you did that. You introduced them to that song is the point I'm making to you. Why are you upset about it? I'm just, just the way you the way you said that. You got them into that song, you horrible I didn't, person. I didn't even say it that way, but okay. And, I wasn't saying you're a horrible person. Anyways. I like that song. There are some inappropriate parts that are, it does Which kind is what of, I was going to say. It was yeah. the only point. You did that. You did that. Horrible person. <laughs> podcast. Thank you, folks, for. <laughs> Bonus footage. You can see uh, Michael uh, crying in a corner because. Oh, I'm not going to cry. <laughs> Nobody puts baby in corner. Hmm. Anyways, yes. And sometimes a song will come that is really fun and we're singing it and let me say, well, it's not the best of the best, but it's not that it's not a song they're listening to all the time and it's not raunchy and Okay. That's all you wanted to say about that. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for saying it. <laughs> anyway, do you have anything else to say on this subject? Nope. If Michael had his way, people would only listen to Whitney Houston. I don't think I'd go that far. Mm. Whitney Houston and Amy Grant. 
are the best. Your girlfriends. My girlfriends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Sad that one's dead. <laughs> Pray for a soul. The other one's married. So she is to a great, by the way, to a great artist himself, Vince Gill. Mm-hmm. Love Vince Gill. He's a good, great he's a really guitarist, good great voice. He does have a really nice voice. But great guitarist, good songwriter. Yep. Well, folks, thanks for joining us for this episode. We really appreciate that you're here. You probably should think about whether or not you should be listening to this. Poisoning <laughs> your soul. <laughs> uh, if you well, like us, if you like us, please consider sharing us with a friend. We don't make any money, but it's just nice to see that we're not wasting our time here in the basement. Well, yeah, because I think at some point, and you know, if we're having a serious moment on that, no, no, I'm serious, because at some point we have to make a decision on if God wants to use this to get out to the world and help parents as they figure out this whole thing of trying to raise saints, um, good. We want that to happen. We're here to do it. But if people just don't care for us or our style, that's fine too, by the way. But at some point, we've got to see the needle move a little bit. And it's not bad right now, but it, yeah, you got to kind of, because we put some time into it. I got to spend some time editing. It's not it's not tens of hours, you know, not 50 hours a week, but it's, a, it's yeah, I would say if I pay attention to it, it's a good three to four hours a week that I try to put into this. Plus we record. So anyways, share it, folks. If you like us, make sure other people hear about us. You have to help us. We're not paying for advertising. We have no sponsors. <laughs> so share the good news if you think it is good news. And if not, bash us. Just comment on Facebook. Tear us apart. <clears throat> Come at us. Oh, by the way. What? I just want to shout out to one of our best listeners. She's really working hard to try to jump to number one. <laughs> she wants to break the tie. There's a tie? There's, well, I think there is, personally. But anyways, thank you, Marianne. So I do some activity on the Facebook wow, page. Thank you. This past week. She said she, she said she was starting kerfuffles. She started some kerfuffles. That's what over she us. said. That's what she said. <laughs> hey, thanks for that. But that helps too, by the way. If you, folks, I know could we get likes and stuff pretty much every week, but not a lot, but throw a comment at us. Let us know if what you liked, didn't like about the episode. And we're always willing to tackle different Topic topics that you give us yeah absolutely. so we usually try to base topics usually on things that are happening in our life but sometimes we actually have a boring week mm-hmm. so i try to scan the world for different things but we're really happy but we to also want to whatever you want us to that's talk right about. and you know we won't shy away from it tough topics easy topics silly topics we'll probably start um, i like the idea that you did this today because I, I was just thinking it'd be good to maybe revisit some of the early days some of the because to- we had a very a lot of topics in a row we did yeah might be good to revisit some of those and see where we are. It's been a couple of years. Maybe we've changed our mind on things. You never know. Changed our strategies. Well, it's true. I mean, we are, we are with every year, obviously, we have more and more teenagers in our house. I should talk about teenage stuff. And things teenage come Teenage angst. <laughs> issues. Puberty. <laughs> wow. Yeah, let's talk about puberty. Let's have a you're changing body talk on raising a... <laughs> Let's not. Uh, holy Lou. <laughs> well, thanks, folks, for sharing us to others and for listening to another episode of Raising Eight. A couple of sinners trying to raise saints. God bless. <laughs> <laughs>